Hi, my name is Ellie and welcome to my podcast in the highs and the lows. This podcast is a really cool opportunity for me to get to go on and talk with my friends about what God is doing in our lives because I truly believe that even though we are young, we have the impact to go and help as many people as we can and that's what I'm trying to do here. Uh, I'm so glad you're listening and I'm really excited for you to tune into this new episode. So go ahead and start listening right about now. Hi, welcome back to another episode of In the Highs, In the Lows. I'm so glad you're here. Today, we're talking about the story of Ruth. If you haven't listened to my last podcast episode, I highly recommend you do. Um, But in case it's been a while or in case you didn't listen to that one, I'll recap it real fast. So we open on a woman named Naomi who lives in Bethlehem with her husband and her two sons. And there's like a drought going on in Bethlehem. So they're like, "Mm, nah. So they leave and they go to uh, Moab where... Naomi's husband dies, and then her two sons get married, and then her two sons die. So her two daughters-in-law now are deciding they're going to follow Naomi back to Bethlehem. So there's Ruth, and there then there's Orpha, which I for sure just butchered her name, but I can't figure out how to pronounce it correctly. Um, but you can remember her as the namesake of Oprah, but Oprah's parents spelled it incorrectly on the birth certificate, so now her name is Oprah. So her and Ruth are both like, please let us follow you, let us follow you, we want to go to Bethlehem with you. And Naomi's like, no, 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 you're screwing yourself over, you need to go get married to someone in your own culture. Um, and then Orpah, aka Oprah, is like, mm, okay, yeah, you're making a valid point. So she goes back and she's sad about it, but she goes back to Moab and Ruth is like, no, I'm going to follow you. And then we see that really famous verse where it's like, wherever you go, I will go. Your God will be my God. That, that's where that comes from. So then we open in chapter two with Ruth going and she's picking up barley at the field. And she's basically going behind harvesters and picking up the scrap that's left over. But she see uh, the owner of the field finds favor on her. So he's like, actually drop extra for her and drop like the heads of the barley, which is the good stuff, which don't ever get dropped that's the good stuff so they start dropping that for her she brings home a bunch of food Naomi's like what how did you get all this food that's nuts um and she's like I don't know I went to the field of Boaz and then she was like oh my gosh Boaz that's our kinsman redeemer which is basically someone and part of the guy's family that's in charge of taking over for the um husband if the husband passes away they're relatives but not close enough relatives for it to be icky they're like distant relatives i mean it's still a little bit icky but it wasn't at this time period so that's where we open so ruth is still gathering wheat but or not wheat sorry gathering barley it's barley season and naomi is like okay ruth let's put a plan in action we're gonna make boaz fall in love with you but like biblically, so it wasn't actually falling in love with her. It was kind of just like finding more favor in his eyes and then they get married. Um, so basically what happens is that Ruth goes into his room at night, a little bit creepy, lays out a blanket and then sleeps at his feet, which is supposed to represent like I am surrendering myself to you. Um, yeah, like I'm putting myself in your hands. Do with that as you will. 
Um, so Boaz takes this act and he's obviously pleased by it because he already liked her. And then he's like, oh my gosh, that's so nice. So he's like, yes, I will be your kinsman redeemer. But plot twist, there's actually a guy more suitable for the job. There's a closer relative without it being icky-ish uh, that actually is your kinsman redeemer before me. So he's like, I will go talk to him. And if he does not decide to take you, then I will. So he goes and he talks to him. That's in chapter four. And he is basically like, hey, I think it's Elamech. Uh, nope, that's the name of the relative. I don't, I don't think they say the specific, they don't say the specific relative man, the other kinsman redeemer, which is good because I wouldn't know how to pronounce it anyways. But um, Boaz goes and speaks to him and he's like, yeah, so there's Naomi's come back in town. It's relatives of Elamech who they're, that's where the relationship is to make them kinsmen redeemers. Um, you can go ahead and take them in. So he's like, oh, sure. Yeah, I'll do that. Because that's like part of their culture. It's an important thing to do. And then Boaz says, wait, but also Naomi brought with her a woman named Ruth, who's now part of her family. And you would need to marry Ruth and have kids with her to keep that um, family going. And the other guy is like, mm, actually, I can't do that because that could jeopardize my own estate, which I don't know how that works specifically because I was not alive when figuring out how the business world works in the judges era of Israel. Um, so I don't know exactly why that's said, but I do know that he said that specifically, that he's worried about his estate. So Boaz is like, no, 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 don't worry. I, I got it. I'll take it off your hands. I guess I'll marry her fine whatever sounds good so you're never gonna guess this but ruth and boaz get married shocking i know so ruth gets pregnant and she has a baby boy um and we see this um where am i looking for um then the neighbor woman's this is in chapter 4 verse 17 there's only four chapters uh, the neighbor woman said, Now at last Naomi has a son again, and they named him Obed. He became the father of Jesse and the grandfather of David. So, if you don't recognize those names, uh, you probably don't recognize Jesse. You might recognize David. Um, so Jesse is the has 12 sons later on. And the youngest of those 12 sons is David. Wait, is it 12 sons? It might be 10. He has a large number of children who are sons. Um, and David is one of them. And if you're thinking David and Goliath or David, the author of Psalms, you're thinking the correct David. It's like the David. Um, then the minute that, um, what's the word? Ruth is over. We move into 1st, 2nd Samuel, 1st and 2nd Kings, which is where you start to see um, David and then Saul and so on and so forth. Whatever comes after that. Um, which we can get into in another episode. Um, but some things that I would take away from this is that, first of all, we don't hear of God working. Rather, we see it at the end. I think a lot of the times we expect to hear about God working through our lives as we're living through it. But we don't always hear about it as it's happening. We don't see it when it's happening. But rather, at the end, looking back at it, that's when we see it. Because... Ruth probably didn't see God working throughout this entire time. He didn't see how all of this was exactly set up in order to eventually bring Christ into the world because David is also a descendant of Jesus Christ, meaning that Ruth, a foreigner, is now a descendant 
of Jesus Christ, which is super, super cool. And I think a lot of the times that we assume when hardship sparks just because things get better, that doesn't mean that it's all part of God's plan. It just happens to get better when it's like, no, all those steps that you're taking for it to eventually get better are part of God's plan for his glory. Like those steps of getting better is for his glory. Uh, and I think that that's really, really important. Um, and I talked a lot about last episode about that blind faith that Ruth has about how she goes in and she follows Naomi and now we see her going and following Boaz and it's like that's a hard hard skill to have it's hard to just know to go and follow Jesus and it's hard to know to follow these members these family members that she really doesn't even know that great I mean she was like dismembered family members of them but yet she continues to follow them Um, And I think that that's really, really important. And that's what we need to learn to do with Jesus. It's just understanding that sometimes that faith, that like blind trust is honestly the most important part of our relationship with God um, because that's what's going to make us stronger. Um, And I'm not saying that when you believe in Jesus, there's nothing that you're not going to have any proof proof of it. It's not completely blind. Um, and we see that with Ruth and Naomi, like obviously she had reason to put her faith in, in Naomi, just like we have reason to put our faith in Jesus, you know, like we have that relationship with Jesus because he died for our sins. And if you have a relationship with Jesus, you've seen that in your life. I guarantee it. I guarantee you've seen how he's changed your life for the better. Um, yes. And I just think that's really, really important. Um, also seeing God's sovereignty through this all. I talked about that in the God is Sovereign episode, the first day of the Advent series, but just understanding through this all, God is sovereign, which is hard to imagine because it's hard to imagine a God that's truly in control of everything at every time, especially when you see those hardships in the world, you're like, is God really in control? And it's like, he's in control. And these hardships are really, really hard. They are. Like, I've lived through lots of hard things, but I also know that whatever is happening, God is changing me and making me better through it. No matter what I'm experiencing at the time, no matter how hard it is, I am becoming a better person because of it, and God is changing me throughout all of that. Um, so this was a shorter episode, but it's been a crazy school week for me. I've got anatomy tests and Model UN things to set up. Kind of crazy. Um, next week we are either starting up a Daniel series or a Job series. I'm going to have a poll on my Instagram, um, pretty soon. Highly recommend that you go and vote on that. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, please go check out my Instagram at in the highs, not in the lows. If you check the link in our bio, we also have merch and it's really, really comfy. I ordered a shirt myself. It's really cute, really comfy. Highly recommend. Yeah. Thank you so much. Bye.